Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And you know what that means? It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by flywithjt.com. That's flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, as well as stay connected to everything going on in the high altitude community. Lots of cool stuff coming down the road, so get yourself over to flywithjt.com so you can stay connected to us there. Recently, I read a really cool article in the Seattle Times about the art of improvisation. In fact, more importantly, it was called Wrong Can Make a Right. And I think it's interesting because what they were really talking about was doing something outside the box, you know, thinking outside the box, performing outside the box, breaking the rules. And the article centered around my beloved Seattle Seahawks, and more importantly, how Coach Pete Carroll has a philosophy where he gives his players the freedom to kind of break stride a little bit and do things as they need. The thing that I like about this is, is that he's talking about how you train hard enough, you work hard enough, you get good enough at your craft, where pretty soon your instincts can take over. It's as if your training and your experience and all the work that you put into it guides you to a better way of doing things. So it's not just rote memorization. Now, what's interesting about this is I can relate a little bit to this from the aviation side. So we had very specific procedures and checklists. We had very specific uh, ways that we had to go about getting the aircraft ready, doing the walk around, doing the pre-flight going through all the checklists, getting the engine started, getting these systems up and running, making sure everything's working right, calling for taxi, getting clearance for taxi, take off, do the whole nine yards. And most of the flight, I would say, would be procedural. But then you get into a place, especially when you start doing tactics, when you start actually implementing and employing tactics, uh, whether it's a, you know, a combat tactic or otherwise, where you have to be willing to kind of think outside the box. You have to be a free thinker. And they would actually encourage that. And you'd find most of the better aviators could, could think on the fly. I remember I had a, a co-pilot that I flew a lot with, especially out of San Diego. His name was Bill. And Bill was awesome at improvising in the air. He could create sort of a solution out of a not-so-great situation and come out on top. You know, he could maneuver the aircraft in such a way to put the aircraft in a perfect position to hit the target and to be kind of where we needed to be on time and on altitude and on airspeed. And that's what we're talking about, is this ability to make a play that most people would never want to attempt, to be able to do something, execute, where most people would back down and say, it's too risky, it's too dangerous, it's too whatever. The thing I love about this is, is that it's about trust, right? You have to trust yourself. You have to have the confidence knowing that you can go about and think outside the box and perform. 
So what does it take to actually get to that level? What does it take to be able to get to a certain point of proficiency where you have the ability to break the rules? Because really, breaking the rules is important, but you also have to kind of know what the constraints are first. I love thinking about this, and as I was reading through this article, it got me to even thinking deeper about it. And what I, what I think is important is there was a powerful quote that uh, Pete Carroll was talking about when he had this interview with uh, Dr. Michael Gervais on the Finding Mastery podcast, which, by the way, I highly recommend. I think it's a fantastic podcast, one of the better podcasts that, uh, you know, in our realm of high-performance thinking, high-performance psychology, what have you. In the podcast, he was talking about, uh, you know, how he gives his players this free reign to be able to make decisions for themselves without thinking and overthinking, but rather to be free form and to be able to follow their instincts. But he said something powerful. He said, being able to take risks is what gives you the chance to do great things. And that can be kind of unconventional, especially in a sport like professional football, where there is a lot of strategy, there is a lot of structure, and much like business, much like life, much like you know many careers that people have, they may not feel that they have that level of latitude to be able to do the things they want to do or the things that they know they can do instinctually. As high, performer, for, as high performance leaders, we have to give our people, our team members, the people that work with us, for us, and alongside us, that ability, a long enough leash to be able to make those kinds of decisions. We have to trust them enough to trust themselves. We have to demonstrate that they have the ability and the power to go out there and make the call, especially under pressure or in a situation where they have to be able to think fluidly. What's interesting, if you read this article, uh, by you know when they're interviewing Pete Carroll, he says that it's not a question of understanding you know everything. It's just an understanding of what they know they cannot do. Like knowing your limitations, knowing what to avoid, and realizing that not every risk is worth taking and not every instinct should be acted out. When I read that, I thought, man, that's so powerful. So if we look at this and kind of examine it deeper about, you know, how can we perform outside the box, almost in the clutch, whether you're, you know, in your career, you're building a business or whatever it is, you have to be able to break the rules. But there are certain, you know, things to take into consideration before you do so. Number one is that before you break the rules, you have to not only know those rules, but you have to have some level of mastery of them. You have to know how far you can push it before you put yourself or others at danger or perhaps put your career, your business, whatever at risk unnecessarily. To be able to, to do things, quote, the wrong way, which is another way of saying unconventionally, we have to get to a place where we have a strong baseline knowledge of exactly what is required, right? What we have to do to succeed, what it takes to actually make the thing work. Having that sense of what the rules are, where the sidelines are, knowing what's, you know, what we can do, how far we can actually push the envelope gives us not just an understanding, but it gives us a lot more confidence. Think about that. You know, if right now in your job you wish that you had more freedom, we have to be careful for that because freedom isn't free. And I don't mean that as a cliche, and I'm not saying that from a place of being a, a veteran of the United States Armed Forces, but freedom doesn't come completely free. There's a cost to it. If you have enough freedom, you're going to be giving up certain things. You're going to have to sacrifice certain things in order to get that freedom. And in some cases, that means being able to take a risk and pay the consequences if it doesn't work out. And what happens is you'll give people, if you've ever seen somebody that doesn't have a lot of freedom and all of a sudden you give them free reign, 
one of two things happens. Either they go crazy, right? They're like, yay, cool, and they, they act like a child in a candy store, or they don't realize their freedom and they don't exercise it. You may have seen that picture of the, of the elephant that's tied to a small, flimsy plastic chair. In that elephant's mind, there's a constraint that says, well, I'm tied to something, therefore I can't move, even though the elephant is far stronger, far more capable of, of pulling that chair away than the chair is of holding it back. So you have to understand the rules, and if you get all of the freedom all at once, it's very easy to either abuse the freedom or to not use it to its full extent. So that's why it's so important to understand the rules before you can break them. Next is you have to have the confidence to innovate. Because it's one thing to say, okay, cool, I don't have a whole lot of restraints on me or constraints on me. I can do whatever I need. But you have to take it a step further. There has to be a part where we as leaders demonstrate to the people that we're leading or even you know, observe it or convey it in ourselves, display it in ourselves rather, is that we have to have the confidence to be able to innovate. We have to have the ability to say, you know what, I'm going to step outside the box. I'm going to think of new ways to do the same thing I've always done. When I read this article about the Seahawks, they were talking about cornerback Richard Sherman and how he literally broke form and did things that most people could not point to as a textbook coverage, right? They couldn't say, hey, that's how you play defense in football. And the reason for that is he's had the ability for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of tape film, uh, you know, film study, to be able to go back and say, here's where I think I can break the rules. Here's where I think I can get away with this without getting burnt, without giving up a touchdown, without losing the game for my team. But you have to have that confidence in yourself, the confidence to be able, be able to innovate. And what's interesting is, you know, you hear me talk about the term sheeple, how as a society we've become people that act like sheep, right? We just kind of follow blindly like sheep do. And that's the opposite of what we're talking about here. As a high-performance leader, you have to have the ability and the confidence in yourself to think outside the box, to come up with new solutions, to test, to try to perhaps fail, to flounder, for, to have things not work from time to time. And that's really important. The next part to it, besides just the confidence to innovate, is the passionate interest to understand and be able to think outside the box. You have to just naturally be interested in what you do, a natural interest in how you can make your job better, how to make your business better, how to make it grow, how to help your clients and customers excel at what they do. A natural interest in it, meaning not just showing up and punching the clock from 9 to 5, but if you are thinking about you know, how you can improve the process, how you can improve things, that's the sign of a true leader. Because anybody can go to work, bitch, moan, and gripe about it. Anybody can do that. And there's a lot of, you know, frankly, weak-minded people that do that. They're cowards. And instead of saying, you know what, I could make this better. I could turn this thing on its end. I could turn this thing around and actually help not just myself, but even help my employers, help my fellow coworkers, help my business friends, help my, help my colleagues, help the people that I'm working with, my partners. That's what a leader does. They think like that. They know, hey, this sucks. It's not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I'm going to actually do something about it rather than complaining about it. Complaining is easy. Anybody can complain. It takes a strong leader to be able to stand up and say, yeah, this sucks, but let's figure out a way to make it better. To be obsessive about your craft goes without saying. And I think you know when you have that obsessive desire to want to fix things, to, to want to be able to understand things, to want to be able to innovate, you constantly, it's on your mind a lot. It doesn't mean you're one-track mind. It doesn't mean that you have no personality or no personal life. But it certainly means that you spend an inordinate amount of time thinking about whatever it is your craft is, your profession. 
and coming up with new solutions so that you can think outside the box, solutions that might break the rules from time to time, and ultimately being willing to risk and occasionally be wrong, to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to try this, I'm going to give it everything I got, and know that there are times when it's not going to work out, times when we're going to look back and think, man, that was a huge mistake. But to be able to pick ourselves up in, you know, from the ashes and from the, the, the broken shards of, of our attempts and say, okay, let's see how we can take this and re, you know, kind of reverse engineer it and re, rethink the process anyway. Because ultimately, that's what we're here to do. Ultimately, we're here to look at something and, and say to ourselves, okay, great, it didn't work out. It doesn't mean that the old way is the, old, is the only way. It just means that the way I approached it this time, my new out-of-the-box thinking, my breaking the rules type of approach to this, that first, attempt, that first attempt didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So what do I need to do to correct that? What do I need to refine? And to have the confidence to go that far, to be able to think and say, hey, I've been, I'm wrong. I admit that I'm wrong. And knowing that I can admit that I'm wrong is the first step in finding out what I can do to make it right. My point is this, and the reason why I really wanted to bring this up is that I think there's a real power in breaking the rules. I do. And I think now more than ever, the, the, the floodgates are open for us to go out and break rules because there's more resources available. There's more access to information, more access to wisdom and knowledge and genius of other people. There's more opportunities for us to make mistakes and recover sooner. There's more you know, of a tolerance of taking risks in the, in, the, in the past, there was this kind of thought that if you stepped outside of the lines, you know, if you broke out and did your own thing, you were somehow weird or crazy or whatever. Nowadays, people are just more, they're, I think they're just more scared, so they don't do it. But for the high-performance leaders out there, you know that it's a way of life. Your way of life, the way of life of a high-altitude person, is to take those risks, to be obsessive about our craft, and to constantly be thinking of new ways to deliver it, to do it better, to do it bigger, to do it faster, whatever it is to be passionately interested, and to really understand, to deeply understand it, not just to know it from rote memorization, but to really understand it. Even looking back on my aviation days, I can tell you that the more I understood it, I was passionate about it. I loved flying. I thought flying was the greatest thing ever. And despite the fact that I never got to fly in the Blue Angels and do all that kind of pointy-nosed stuff, that was the stuff that I was really excited about. But I loved the art and the science of flying airplanes. I love the profession. I love the whole concept of it. It wasn't to me just about wearing a flight suit and being cool. It really was. It was about the camaraderie. It was about the whole preparation. It was about the sacrifice. It was about the hard work. It was about all of it. And then, of course, it was about the, you know, the joy of, of doing something really, really well. In your own business, in your own career, in your own life, even in your hobbies, when you approach it with that same level of, of, of passion, that same level of total, complete, 100% love, when you are passionately in love with your thing, you'll know it's, it's kind of like a zen feeling. I don't mean to be woo-woo here, but it, it is. It's like this kind of, you're in this state of flow. It's just, you feel like, man, I can, I can think outside the box. I can do these innovative things. I can be able to take risks without worrying about, you know, the risk itself, but more importantly, take the risk because I know it could walk me down the path to the, quote, great things. And to realize that there is that element of all that preparation, all that experience, all the training that you put into it that will guide you to that innovative thought in the moment, being present in the moment of execution and know that, hey, I can think outside the box, I can take the risks, I might be wrong, 
But if I'm right, this could be a huge payoff. This could be a huge win. And then allow that to empower you. Allow that to build the momentum. And then ultimately allow you to do your best work. Again, I think one of the most important things we need to take away from this is that right now more than ever, we need people that think outside the box, people that are willing to break the rules. Rebel rousers, troublemakers, right? <laughs> Not just rebels. Sometimes rebels are just rebels without a cause. They're just loudmouths. They're just kind of cantankerous people. They're a little bit negative or jaded. And that's not very you know, beneficial. It's funny sometimes, and yeah, it might be endearing at some point, but ultimately that's not what's going to move the needle. 20 years from now, those kind of people aren't the ones that, are going to, aren't the ones that will be making the dent in the universe. The people that will make the dent, and it's not so much that you have to make a dent in the universe, but you get my point. The ones that really make a difference are the ones that will innovate, that will take risks, that will be okay with being wrong from time to time, that know that sometimes you're going to lose big. Sometimes you're going to flop big, and when you do, at least it was in the act of trying something new, the act of playing the game bigger, the act of pushing the edge of the envelope, the act of actually being courageous enough to do that. That's the difference. Anybody can be jaded. They can complain. They can do all those things. They can talk about how it could be or should be, but it's the people that are willing to, to break the rules and, and do, quote, the wrong way. Those are the ones that will actually find the new path and actually make the difference. And so today and every single day in your business, in your careers, in your passions, in your hobbies, and in your lives, make sure you're out there breaking the rules. But before you can break those rules, make sure you understand them. You know, work to even maybe master the rules as you go out there to break them. Realize that you're going to need that confidence, so build that confidence in yourself through the preparation, through the practice, through the repetition. Don't worry about understanding everything, but understand just enough that what you need to avoid. Understand that it's, you know, it, it, not every risk is worth taking, but you'll know because you'll have taken some risk. You'll understand because you've kind of stretched the bounds of the envelope, so to speak, and realize that because of that, you can and will think outside the box, and you will come up with some great solutions. My friends, you've got what it takes, and we need more leaders like you to be thinking outside the box and be willing to break the rules and be that kind of person that shakes things up. Even if you consider yourself a rebel, just be a rebel with a cause and go out there and be the best you that you can be. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again soon. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com and download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>